But we are to live by faith. Uh, but how does a believer live by faith? Or what does it even mean to live by faith? You know, someone could ask us the question, you know, do you have faith? And we could say, yes, I do. But how do you prove that faith? You know, the Lord has given to us something very, very precious, and yet we cannot even show it to someone, you know, physically, I mean. There are none of the five senses that can prove our faith. You know, we can't taste it, we can't smell it or hear it or see it, you know. Uh, But yet the Lord says that we are to let faith guide our way through life. I think whenever we confess the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, we take on a whole new a new way of life, of walking by faith. And there are many different types of faith that we can we trust in. You know, we put our faith in cars, you know, to get us to work. Uh, we, we trust in, or, you know, we put our faith in planes to take us from one destination to the other. Uh, we can, uh, you know, in our uh, jobs, you know, for our security support, uh, even in our education by the degrees we hold. You know, and the list could go on and on. But there is a faith that we are to anchor ourselves in, and that's the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because only through the faith of Jesus Christ can we ever see the goodness of God. Faith has to have a solid foundation on which to stand. And if not, that foundation will crumble and fall. And when I say solid foundation, that's exactly what I mean. Because without a solid foundation... There's no substance to, uh, to anchor ourselves into which we stand. Uh, I see people putting their faith in things that, that will crumble and fall under the, under the trials and temptations of this life. People that hasn't got a solid faith waver in their confidence of God's Word and in the provision that He gives to us. So I want us to, I'm going to jump around here a little bit in, in uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, and I want us to look at some men and women of faith and try to learn, uh, learn from them. Uh, and I wrote down, I just wrote down a few here I want to go over. Living by faith is approaching God as He instructs us, and only through the atoning blood of Jesus Christ can we be redeemed from our sins. And I want to look in verse 4, and it says, By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. Abel offered up a blood sacrifice, and and by that he was accepted, because this is what God demanded for him to be accepted. And seen through, uh, Abel seen through the blood uh, that he was cleansed and made right in God's sight. There is only one sacrifice that is pleasing to God, and this is a sweet-smelling savor before, before the Lord, and no other will be accepted. Cain offered up a sacrifice of his works, showing all of what he had done to please God, but God never accepted his sacrifice. Cain went with his own confidence of what he thought it took to please God without searching for the right way. There are many people today, I think, that are trying to please the Lord through their works of righteousness without searching the Scripture and seeing if this is acceptable to the Lord. Even through the death of Abel, his offering up of a sacrifice is still accepted by God 
because only through a blood sacrifice can we be forgiven of our sins and accepted to God. No other sacrifice will be accepted. And I just want to look in Leviticus chapter seventeen, eleven. I know it's a familiar verse. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh atonement for the souls. Only through the blood of Jesus Christ can we be forgiven from our sins. And I want to look at verse 5. It says, By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found, because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. You know, Enoch walked with God. What an amazing fellowship they must have had talking with each other and having that closeness with that unbroken relationship. And I want to look at something here in in Genesis chapter 3 verse 8. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 8, and it says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. The Lord God walked in the, in the garden in the cool of the day, seeking to have fellowship with them. But they hid themselves from Him because sin had separated them from their Creator. And every one of us has been separated from our Creator because of sin. But through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross, one day for the faithful believers in Christ, we will walk in the cool of the day with our Savior, having this close relationship with Him, seeing Him face to face. You know, in 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 8, it talks about, you know, it says, I've never seen Him. You know, know, I've never seen the Lord, but yet I cannot wait to walk with Him in the cool of the day, in the garden. You know, seeing Him face to face, the One who loved me enough to die for me and to give me eternal life. Jesus Christ died on the cross so that we can once again have this close relationship with the Father. And then I want to look at uh, verse 7. And it says, By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heirs of the righteousness which is by faith. Noah was warned of God of things to come. It says in Genesis chapter 6, verse 8, that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. There is a massive ignorance of some things in Scripture that I see people has turned away from. Number one is the Genesis 1 account, in the beginning God. Number two, the flood. And number three, the coming judgment. There is coming a day of judgment, and only the faithful in Christ Jesus will not see the wrath of God being poured out on this wickedness of the world. Let us be found in Christ living and waiting for His return. In verse 8, it says, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whether he went. Uh, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Abraham was made righteous because of his faith in what God said to him. 
Abraham did not boast of what he had done through his works, but that he believed God in what he said to be true. In, in Romans chapter 4, verse 20, it says, And he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. You know, don't let unbelief stumble your confidence in believing what God says to be true. Living by faith is trusting God's Word. And how much you put in God's Word is how much you will trust in God. And it says in Psalms 119.89, you know, it says, um, you know, settled in heaven. You know, uh, God has established His Word. There is no change in what He says or His judgment on sin. And also the promises He gives to the faithful believers in Christ. We can rest assured that as God has promised, He will bring it to pass. Living by faith is believing on the promises of God. God has given to us great and precious promises so that we can hold on to with absolute assurance. And I want to look in, uh, in 2 Peter. Uh, in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4, it says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. God will honor His word, because he has bound himself to keep what he has said to be true. Living by faith is relying on God's strength. I think relying on God's strength is that nothing can change who we are in Christ Jesus. In verse 11, I want to go back and it's talking about Sarah. And it says, Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed, and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Sarah would not allow circumstances to change her faith in the strength she had in God. Whenever we stand in, in the faith of God, he will not allow, or I'm sorry, we will not allow anything to change who we are in Christ. Uh, we, are, we are now living in changing times in our country. And most people don't know how to identify themselves anymore. But as Christians, as believers in Christ Jesus, we have an identity that we are to be immovable in our commitment because God is faithful who has given to us all good things. And I want to look in Psalms 46. I just, I love this Psalms. Because you can gain strength from it. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountain be carried into the midst of the sea. Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Selah. Don't let circumstances change your faith in Christ Jesus. Living by faith is keeping our eyes on the eternal. Our faith is to keep us focused on the things of God and not on the things of the world and the pleasures that is so alluring to us. We can lose our perspective uh, by worldly pleasures. And someone might say, so I can't enjoy life? I think to answer that question, God gives us many things to enjoy, but it never involves sin. 
The only pleasure the world, the worldly person knows is sinful passions. They know nothing about the, the good pleasures of the Lord that he gives to us. Find those good things, and I think you will see a whole new life changing right in front of you. And I want to come back, I'm about out of time, I want to come back to verse 6, and I'll finish up here. It says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We must have faith that God is who he says he is, or else our faith has nothing solid to stand on. In Psalms chapter 11, verse 3, it says, If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Build that solid foundation that nothing can destroy and that it will last forever. Our living faith is alive, working inside of us to make us the person that we should be every day. To, to be able to honor our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because without this faith, we cannot be pleasing to God. Only through a saving faith in Jesus Christ can we be in the righteousness of God. All these people we talked about here, they died without seeing the conclusion of their faith. But we have the whole of God's Word in the King James Bible. The Lord has preserved His Word for our benefit that we have the faith to believe in His finished work on Calvary's cross. God will reward the faithful in Christ Jesus. And we are starting a new year. Is your faith anchored in the saving grace of Jesus Christ? Start out this new year with a living faith that will give honor and praise to the Lord Jesus Christ because He alone is worthy.